Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. So, there's something really, really important that I need to discuss. And let me explain real quick who I am. For those of you that are going to hear this, have never heard me before, my name is Kevin. I've been vaping since 2009, so I've been vaping about nine years now. Uh, I haven't smoked a single cigarette since I started vaping nine years ago. And uh, I love this industry. I love this community. I love vaping. I own an e-liquid company. And I'm, I'm fully invested 100% in vaping, the industry, the product, everything. I love, love vaping. It has been my life for nine years, ever since I came across it back in 2009. Something has happened to me health-wise because of vaping. And the sad thing about it is, is it's something that could have been prevented. And it's happening to others as well. And it can be prevented, but it's not. It's not being discussed. It's being swept under the rug. Quite frankly, I think because uh, a lot of these e-liquid companies are making a lot of money selling e-liquids and, and, and everything's fine right now. They don't, want, they don't want to disrupt anything. They don't want anything to disrupt the flow of e-liquid going out to all of you. They don't want that. They want it to stay the same. They want to keep on making the money they're making. They want to keep on selling the juice they're selling. They want to keep on like everything is fine. Everything is not fine. Let me explain what I mean. Let me take a drink of water. <laughs> Let me explain what I mean. So, back in 2014, I went to get a physical. Number one, because I hadn't, hadn't had a physical in a while. But number two, because I was having problems breathing. I was having wheezing. I was having coughing, shortness of breath. I couldn't do anything physical for a couple minutes without being tired out and, and wheezing and not able to breathe. Uh, actually there was one day I was shoveling snow and it got so bad. I, I thought I was, I might have to call 911. And that's why I said, okay, I got to go to the fucking doctor. Something's wrong with me. I got to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor. I told the doctor what was happening. I'm getting wheezing. I'm getting coughing. It gets worse as, as day goes on at night. It's really bad at night. Shortness of breath, tightness in my chest. So he tells me you have asthma. And I'm like, asthma? At this point, I was in, what was I, uh, 42, 41, 42 years old, something like that. I hadn't smoked in years, five, six years at that point. I think six years at that point. I said, like, asthma? It's, why now? Why all of a sudden now? He says, well, you know, it happens. You did smoke for how many years? Over 20 years. This is what happens. He attributed it to me smoking for the 20 years I smoked and even though I quit, now I have asthma. Okay, that's a possibility, so I went with that. I went with that. It continued. Now, he gave me one of these asthma inhalers to use. I carried that thing around. I, I would not leave the house without it. Uh, it was one uh, that would be a 12-hour one that I'm supposed to only use once every 12 hours, but I'd use it three times a day. I'd use it in the morning, the afternoon, and the night. Never left my side, used it religiously. I had to. Or else I wouldn't be able to breathe. I wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, I'd be coughing like crazy. It was, it was nuts. So let's fast forward. And when I started um, messing around with uh, the uh, tea time juice that we have, okay? When I started messing around with it, Jay started developing it. He started sending it to me. We were testing the tea base, 
right? We were testing the tea base to see how the uh, see what people would think. And I just vaped the tea base religiously. That's all I vaped was the tea base. Now we made a point to not have sweeteners and added sweeteners in our e-liquid. The guy that mixes our juice, Jay, doesn't believe in it, and he wasn't going to have it. And I know juices are much better and better all-day vapes, honestly, without being so sweet. You don't want a very sweet all-day vape. You know, uh, the sweet ones are good for a treat. Have it once, you know, every once in a while. Something to vape all day gets to be too much. So anyway, we created the juice. We didn't put any sweetener in it. I was just vaping, vaping, vaping my juice. That's all I was vaping was my juice. Nothing else. Just my juice. After about a week, maybe a week and a half, I noticed that I'm not really needing my asthma inhaler anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm just, I'm not needing it anymore. Like, what is that? What's that about? So, it gets to the point where I'm not getting shortness of breath, no more coughing. All my asthma symptoms were gone, which I found very odd. I'm like, what is that about? That makes no sense. Why would they all of a sudden go? Talk to a few people about it. Someone mentioned something. They said, try vaping the e-liquid you were vaping before you got, you know, you started vaping the one you're vaping now, which was the, uh, the uh, tea base we had that we were testing out. So I went back to the e-liquids that I was vaping before, the delicious ones. I'm not going to say their names. I'm not going to say the name of the companies. But I loved them. They were delicious. I vaped them. Every day. When I started vaping them, it came back. The coughing came back. The wheezing came back. The, the tightness came back. The shortness of breath came back. It all came back. My asthma, as I was diagnosed with, came back. I said, oh, shit. Then I came across this wonderful article. Fantastic article. It was written, it was a blog, this woman, uh, Jennifer Jarvis. I'm going to put the link to her blog uh, article in the replay notes so everybody can read it, and I suggest you read it. It was titled, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Vapor Go Down. Because I started at this point researching sweetener and e-liquid, added sweetener, stevia, sucralose, you know, all the other ones. It... The, if there's any effects, if anybody was having the same experience that I was, because I was starting now to realize I think it might be the sweetener. So she writes in her article, she says, the second negative effect, which I think is the first, but she says, the second negative effect that many people experience is harsh juices, which can result in irritation of the throat or chest tightness. In some cases, like mine, wheezing and nasal swelling. I said, holy shit, there's somebody else here that's had the same problem I had. Then I started finding others and others. Then I started seeing these Facebook posts. Now that I'm following all these Facebook groups, tons of them, I'm, I'm starting to see them. Every once in a while, I see one, oh, I'm getting coughing. I'm getting a tightness in my chest. I have a hard time breathing. I don't know what it is. Uh, and all the juices they were naming were juices that had added sweetener. All of them. I said, holy shit. So what am I trying to get at here? This is what I'm trying to get at. Okay, this is, this is what I've learned. I have a reaction to sweetener. It gives me asthma-like symptoms. I don't know if it's all the added sweeteners. I don't know if it's just stevia. I don't know if it's just sucralose. I don't know if it's one of the other ones that they use. I don't know if it's all of them that I have a reaction to. 
I don't know. But I know when I started vaping, the two to three juices that I vaped all the time went right back. I got them all back. Then I started playing around. Like I'd use one for three days and just that one, then another. Whenever I used those, those e-liquids that had the added sweetener, I had my asthma symptoms. When I used non-sweetening liquids, and I tried, started trying other non-sweetening liquids other than the one that Jay and I were coming up with, never had an issue. Never had an issue. Now, my, my guess, this is my guess. This is not a statistic. This is just simply my guess from my research, from, from, from going around and seeing what I've seen. I would say one out of every 100 people have a reaction to, to vaping sweetener. One out of every 100. It could be more, it could be less. My guess is one out of every 100 from what I've seen. Now, here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem, number one. Here's the first biggest number one problem. When you look at an e-liquid label and they have their ingredients on there, which they have to have their ingredients listed on the label by law. It is the law that they have to have their ingredients listed on their label. And if you look at most all e-liquids, unless it's being, uh, it's an e-liquid mixed in somebody's uh, uh, bathroom, then, you know, it has, it has ingredients. It's that simple. Pretty much all of them do. What the e-liquid companies aren't understanding, they, I guess they don't get it. What they're not understanding is, is not only do they have to have, if they're adding sweetener to their e-liquid, not only do they have to have by law that there's sweetener in there, but what type of sweetener it is. If you're adding sucralose, you have to have on your label sucralose. If you're adding stevia, you have to have on your label stevia. It's the law. It's the law. This is not an option. You have to do this. None of you are doing it. Find me. Find me an e-liquid label that has uh, the sweetener that's added to it on the ingredients. It's not there. So the first problem that we need to solve is e-liquid companies need to start following the law. And if they have sweetener in their e-liquid, they have to put it on the label and what it is. That's number one. That's how we solve this problem. That's the first thing that needs to be done. The second thing that needs to be done is e-liquid stores, vape shops. They need to be educated. They need to be educated so when a customer comes in and they're saying, I have wheezing, coughing, but having all these symptoms... They know that it could possibly be the added sweetener in the e-liquid. Now, how do you do that? That's tough. Let's say you have a customer come in, right? He wants to get off cigarettes. Now, I do agree that when you're getting off cigarettes and you first start vaping, you cough a lot, you're, ha you're hacking up a lot. So, yes, it could very well be that they're having those symptoms, those reactions, because they're getting off cigarettes and they're starting vaping for the first time. That does happen. Not to everybody, but it does happen. So how do you distinct between whether it's the sweetener doing that to them or whether or not it's just they're getting off cigarettes? Well, it's very simple. I think what vape shops have to do is when you're getting somebody off cigarettes, you're getting them vaping for the first time, put them in an e-liquid that doesn't have added sweetener in it. Believe it or not, there's quite a few of them. There's quite a few. 
There's not as many as the as the ones uh, with, with sweetener. I could tell you that. But I'd say if you, I'd say probably thirty percent of the of the e-liquids out there you can find don't have added sweetener. They are out there. Put them on one of those first. That way, if they're having those reactions of coughing and all, and all the other stuff and wheezing, you know that it's them coming off. The and then once they get through that phase, then they can try the ones with the sweetener. See what happens. You know what? If they're able to vape it, they don't have any effect with it. Great. Then you can recommend all the e-liquids in your store, even if they have added sweetener. If they start having a reaction, they're having the same symptoms I did, then you know they have a reaction to sweetener. So that's where we start, educating the vape shops so they know what to look out for. Do I think e-liquids with added sweetener should go? No, I don't. I don't think they should go anywhere. There's plenty of people who can vape them, and there's plenty of people who love them. Shit, I loved them. I vaped them for years. But I can't vape them. They make me sick. And I don't blame, you know, I, I think quite a few e-liquid companies know this about sweetener and that it can do this to people. And am I angry? Yeah, I'm a little angry because I think a lot of them do know and they don't care. You know, I got this e-liquid. It made me sick. Oh, what do they care? I mean, you know, it, it upsets me. I also blame myself. I chose to vape. You know, I chose to vape in 2009 knowing that who knows what this is going to do to me. I knew, I knew cigarettes would kill me. And I knew that this vaping, I don't know what it'll do. So I'll take the chance of vaping rather than smoking the cigarettes that could have probably put me in my grave today. Who knows if I kept on smoking? They don't need to go anywhere. We just need to know what's in there. And vapors need to know that there are people out there that can't vape e-liquids with added sweetener because it can give them asthma-type symptoms. And I am not the only one. There are others. There are plenty of others. They just need to know. You can't hide, you know, this has been discussed in the DIY world for years, this problem. So a lot of the e-liquid companies know because a lot of them came from the DIY groups. They learned how to mix and, and, and do juices through DIY with, with various groups and websites online. They've read about it. But you know what? Sweet sells. It sells. And, and listen, it doesn't have to go away. It shouldn't go away. If there's plenty of people that love these super sweet e-liquids and are totally fine vaping it, it doesn't do anything to them. And that's fine. They should continue to be able to vape. I can't eat McDonald's. doesn't mean McDonald's should go away. McDonald's make me throw up. It doesn't mean other people shouldn't have McDonald's. It just does that to me. You know? Uh, we have alcohol on the market. That fucking kills people, but that's, that's fine, you know? I choose not to drink so much alcohol that I, I pass out or throw up or become an alcoholic. I mean, but it shouldn't go away. I believe in uh, people having the choice to do whatever the hell they want to do. And if they, if they want to drink or vape or smoke or shoot themselves up, whatever the hell it is, that's their business. It's their body. And they should have the right to. But this is a problem. And the industry needs to address it and let people know that sweetener, added sweetener in e-liquids could possibly make you sick. And these are the symptoms, and this is what it can do. Because I don't want to believe that these e-liquid companies want to continue to just shove this under the rug and pretend it doesn't exist and have people continue getting sick. Because I'll tell you something. 
two things are going to happen. Number one, they're not going to be as nice as I am and do a podcast and have a discussion about it and, and fix the problem. They're probably just going to sue you. They're probably going to go to a lawyer and say, this guy's e-liquid made me sick. I want to sue him. Okay, so that's number that. That could very well happen. I'm never going to do that, but one of them could. Do you want that? I'm sure you don't. Nobody wants that. Or the FDA, when they finally, uh, uh, you know, they're done doing all their, their testing and their studies, which they're going to figure out that the sweetener is horrific, and they're going to come to the industry and say, hey, what's up with the sweetener? Obviously, people have uh, reactions to it. You, you're not, it's, why are you putting it in here? What's going on? They're going to question it and say, why are you doing this? Oh, see, you're just as bad as bit tobacco. Slipping that, those sweeteners in there because you know it sells and it makes a lot of money. You know you're harming people and you don't care. Oh, that's a page out of Big Tobacco's playbook. And I don't believe any e-liquid company wants to harm anybody. I'm sure they don't. They just need to know it's there and they need to acknowledge it. So start putting it on your labels, what the sweetener is, so we know and make sure this community needs to take the, the, take the action to make sure that people are responsible and they know about this, that vape shops know about this and educate people about this. Let them hear this. There's others just like me that had the same problem. It's not going to go away. You can't sweep it under the rug. My dream is to have stores finally have sections that are the sweetened e-liquids and the unsweetened e-liquids. It's that simple. And before, I, and I know I'm going to get the email from somebody saying, oh, you know, uh, some of the flavorings have sweeteners in them. I'm not talking about that. I know that. I've used plenty of e-liquids that have flavorings that had sweetener in them, mixed with other flavors, and they didn't have any added sweetener. I was fine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're mixing your flavors and you're adding the additional sweetener to it. Because it made me sick. And it's very hard for me to have this discussion. I love this community. I love vaping. I love everything about it. And I hate that this happened. But I, and, I, and I've known this and I just haven't been able to really say anything because I've been quite honestly afraid. How do I address this? How do I talk about it? Um, I just I can't not say anything. I have to say something. Your e-liquid made me sick. So we just need to fix the problem and let people know so that they know this could happen to them. You can continue to sell your, your e-liquids with sweeteners. It's fine. Just educate your customers and let them know. They, everybody needs to know. That's it. It's that simple. So I'm going to put this recording up. Please spread this around. I'm only going to put this recording on the SoundCloud page for the replays. That's the only place I'm going to put it. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe nobody needs to know about this and the industry wants to continue to sweep this under the rug and allow people to get sick and not realize that this added sweetener is making them sick and not care as long as they're selling juice and who gives a shit and let's pretend it's not happening. Maybe I'm crazy thinking that this needs to be fixed, that this is an issue. But I want my audience to decide that. If you think this is a problem, then share this. Again, this is just going to be the recording of this discussion, and that's it. Share it. Tell people, hey, we need to spread, we need to get this out. This is important. This is something very important that needs to be dealt with. It's better that we deal with it now 
before the government does. You don't want the FDA dealing with this. We need to address it now and stop it. So I'm going to leave it up to you guys if this gets any sort of play, if this gets any sort of attention. I've done, I feel good that I've, I've, I've recorded this and I'm putting it out there for everybody to hear because it needs to be done. It needs to be said. And I'll let you decide how far it goes. If this actually gets taken seriously, if something needs to be done, or who knows, maybe I'm crazy and nothing needs to be done and people just need to continue to vape away, and pretend this doesn't exist, and hundreds of people this year will continue to get sick and think they have asthma and either quit vaping altogether and think vaping's bad because the juice made them sick, which isn't it. It's just that they can't have sweetener, which is a shame, and they'll go right back to cigarette smoking, which I assure you has happened. I know as a fact it's happened many times. And we just do nothing about it. But I think something needs to be done. Okay. So that's my discussion on sweeteners. I feel much better now. <laughs> I had to get that out. That had to come out. I mean, it's crazy that this is going on. And they know, a lot of them know, and nothing, I don't know, whatever. I've had the discussion, that's it. That's what needs to be done. Just so everybody knows, I did do a show last week. Um, I was yelling a lot and screaming a lot, so I decided just to not put it up because I wanted the sweetener discussion to be taken seriously. I want, I, you know, I wanted to get to get the attention it needs to get. And putting that replay up, it wouldn't. They would have been like, "This is some lunatic screaming about sweetener," or whatever. It, it just wouldn't. It, it didn't come off good. Doing it this way is much, much better. Trust me. So there are a few other things I want to talk about. Oh, and by the way, the next show will have Dino. I promise you. We will have Dino on the next show. Dino will come back. He'll do another show. He'll be on the next show. For all of you Dino fans, I'm a Dino fan too. Listen, I love Dino. Love Dino. There's two other things I want to discuss. <laughs> want to discuss. Oh, I love vaping. Okay, so I'm going to discuss this first. This is great. So the other day... I came across something called Vape Radio. It's done by Vape Magazine. Before I discuss this, I do want to say something. I, I think Vape Magazine is the best of the Vape Magazines. I say that because Vape Magazine, I feel, doesn't give in to the stereotypical vapor as much as the other magazines do. The other magazines are all about advertising to the stereotypical vapor. And I'll get into that in a minute. Whereas uh, Vape Magazine doesn't seem to do that as much. Definitely the best vape magazine out there. But that being said, this is also why I, I was shocked when I saw this vape radio. I'm really shocked. I didn't expect this from Vape Magazine. <laughs> I really didn't. Here's my problem with vape radio. So just so you know, vape radio, I guess, is an internet radio station that Vape Magazine created. They play music, and they have commercials from uh, vape companies, juice companies that they play. They play music throughout the day, and then there's, I guess there's some shows. Some people go on there and do shows. I guess one of the shows, they said, uh, 
they mentioned that everyone knows Pablo and the Rodman. There's the Pablo and Rodman show. Everybody knows who that is. I have no goddamn idea who Pablo and the Rodman is. Do any of my listeners know? Because I have no clue who the hell that is. I guess according to Vape Magazine, I'm supposed to know. Everybody knows who that is. I don't know who the fuck that is. I've been nine years. I have no clue who that is. <laughs> anyway, here's my problem with Vape Radio. Vape Radio is totally 100% feeding in to that stereotypical vapor. 100%. What is a stereotypical vapor? We all know who it is. It's the 18 to 20, shit, 18 to 30. It's the 18 to 30-year-old who's got the beard, who's got the tattoos, who's got the gauges in their ears, who's, who's blowing big clouds. They've got their drippers. They've got their cloud comps. They've got their cloud tricks. You know the stereotypical vapor. You all know who it is. That is exactly who this station is geared for. When I turned it on, they were playing uh, one of the new Eminem songs, and then right after that, they were playing a Kid Rock song. And then it was all music like that. The commercials, everything about it feeds into the stereotypical vapor. Now, some genius, uh, or, you know, some uh, genius at Vape Magazine thought this was a genius idea because here's what they're trying to do. Very interesting. So they're saying, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to encourage vape shops to play this in their stores. See? So if you've got all these vape shops playing this this vape radio in their stores, oh my God, we're in all their stores. Our advertising, our advertisers will love it. We'll get all our advertising out there. We're going to play the music that we know they want to hear. We're going to make the commercials sound the way we want them to sound, to be geared towards them. Oh, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. The greatest thing ever, this vape radio. Oh my God, right? We're going to be heard in thousands of vape shops across the country. If you own a vape shop, the last thing on the planet I'd be playing is vape radio. <laughs> I ran a vape shop for three and a half years. The last thing in the world I'd be playing is vape radio. Vape radio has put me into that stereotype. Well, this is what a vapor is. That's not me. What you're saying I am vaporated, that's not me. And that's not tons. That's not thousands upon thousands of vapors. That's not us. That's such a tiny little teeny tiny bit of vapors. That's not me. Okay? I don't want to be pigeonholed as that. And, that, and that's, what I, that's what vape radio does. Well, that's what you are, man. I mean, you want to hear fucking uh, the brand new Eminem. And you want to, you want to hear guys screaming about yo and vaping and, and dripping and cloud comps. No, that's not fucking me. And let me tell you something. If you have a store, if you want to have a diverse group of customers coming in, I would not be playing vape radio. Do you really want Eminem playing while the 46-year-old housewife comes in to get a coil and some juice? Do you really want that? Really? Do you want some metal blaring on, on your fucking inside your vape shop when the 32-year-old businessman just wants to come in and get a coil or the, or the 51-year-old doctor wants to come in and pick up some juice? You really want that blaring in, in, in your store? <laughs> really? You know what you want playing in your store? You're probably saying, well, what the hell do I play? Go to the grocery store. Whatever you hear playing on the radio at the grocery store is is what you should be playing in your vape shop. 
I was in the grocery store yesterday. This is what I heard playing on, 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 on the radio. Hang on. Here it was. Walk in the grocery store, right? Walking through. I need to get some bread, some milk, whatever. Storm's coming. Got to get ready. This is what I hear coming on over the, uh, the speakers. Now, let me tell you something. Is this a song I'm going to be jamming out in my car or playing at my house? No. No. But you know what? The song comes out. I go, oh, I remember that song. That was like back in the 80s, I think this song came out. Oh, you know, I remember. It was, it was kind of catchy. You kind of catch yourself humming to, humming to it while you're walking through the grocery store. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the kind of music you should be playing. Right? When you have the doctor, the businessman, the housewife coming and this song's playing, no problem. They're all going to be like, oh, that's nice. Look at that. Okay? Or you can have them walk in and be playing this bullshit. Really? You really want that playing when they walk in? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, use your brain. I think the first one is much better. You want top 40 from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. That's what you want playing. That's the most diverse, friendly music in the planet. Right? When they walk in, you don't want this playing. You don't. That's embarrassing. That's not me. That's not most vapors. So that's why I don't like vape radio. They're defining vapors as that one subset of people, and that's who we are. We've already got a problem with that. You don't remember. How many people remember last year? How many people remember last year? Last year when Samantha B did her piece. For those of you that don't remember, I'm going to play it for you. And why was she able to do this? Because. Something happened. Years ago, California defined what a vapor was, and the entire industry jumped on it. Well, that's what they are. You know, they got beards, they got tattoos, they got gauges in their ears, they got earrings in their noses. You know, they drive Subarus. They're in their mid-20s to to mid-30s. That's who vapors are. They're overweight. They're not very bright. You know, they, 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 there's a stereotype of us, and it's not true. But the industry actually feeds into this stereotype. It's fucking embarrassing. This is funny, what I'm about to play you. It's funny, but it's embarrassing at the same time. I'm going to play it so you guys remember. I, I, I know some of you probably remember, but I'll play it again in case you forgot. Because Samantha B. pinned. The stereotypical vapor, and put it on Comedy Central. And though I laughed, I was embarrassed. You know, I had my girlfriend watch this today, this Samantha B piece. You know what she said to me? She said, this is what she said, very smart. She said, let's say like we just met like online or something and we were talking to each other, like online over a chat or on the phone or whatever. Say we just, hell, say we just met at a bar. And I just met you for the, for, the, for the first time. We were talking about, and you told me you were a vapor. You know, you worked in the vape industry. You were a vapor, right? And then I watched this piece on Samantha B. I would have never taken your phone call again. <laughs> I would have never talked to you again. I would have saw that piece and said, oh my God, that's what a vapor is. I mean, I'm not talking to that guy anymore. 
Just listen to it. government regulations on e-cigarettes could give big tobacco a huge advantage in the growing vape market. Who will stand up for the artisanal makers of e-liquids like unicorn puke and dragon jizz? We talked to some vape enthusiasts to find out. Vaping and e-cigarettes, a market where big tobacco has struggled to compete, despite an endorsement for this product from a renowned medical expert. Instead, it's thousands of independent small stores and manufacturers that dominate this fast-growing sector of the douche economy. But those companies could soon vanish like some sort of metaphor, the victim of expensive new FDA regulations. Manufacturers, many of them small companies, will have to undergo a lengthy federal review in order to stay on the market. Unlike their smaller rivals, the big tobacco companies can afford to comply with the new rules and naturally lobbied for them in order to crush their puny competitors. I wanted to meet these endangered small vape entrepreneurs without actually having to meet them. Also, I've got certain contractual conflicts. Who could I send? I wasn't getting along with my friend Alana, so... Alana? Hmm? Do you want to go to a vape convention? What? A vape convention. It's so glamorous. You're going to talk to so many cool people. Okay, you can take over the voiceover now. Bye. Oh, hold on a second. Voiceover? I don't know how to do a... Hey! It's working! I'm going to a vape convention to meet some wholesome, heroic small business owners. Nope! Get in there! Go! Get in These people don't look like the owners of small businesses. They look like the people breaking into small businesses. But when I spoke with them, I found people passionate about their cause. The media is giving us such a bad name by not focusing on the good that it's helping. No one sat down and said, you know what? This is helping people quit smoking. This is stopping people from dying. It might also be because they're looking at you guys and you don't look like the beacon of health. That might be happening, too. So is vaping healthier? Just ask the guys from Philly Cheesesteak Entourage. Vaping changed my life. Uh, I smoked two pack and a half of cigarettes since I was, I don't know, 12. Do you feel like you're a lot healthier? I can read a lot better. Do, sorry, did you say you can read a lot better? No, reading still sucks. I can read a lot better. For the uninitiated, vaping uses a battery-powered unit to turn so-called e-liquids into vapor. The liquids have artful names like monkey spunk and pussy juice, and contain flavor agents, optional nicotine, and other stuff. Yes, perhaps the FDA should regulate these juices, but at least one study suggests vaping is safer than smoking. And vaping has other benefits. One company helps veterans by donating the earnings from their vape juice, Fuck ISIS. Fuck ISIS, fuck everything they stand for, um, fuck ISIS. So what flavor is Fuck Isis? It's a strawberry peach infusion. It was inspiring that these men wanted to bone Isis with their refreshing juice. It's a good yeah. spring and summer vape. And yes, while many people here look like Puff the Magic Fred Durst, there was also Elizabeth. She's a veteran. I got out of the military and I opened a vape store. Now she could lose it all. I don't want to quit selling vape until there's no more smokers. And as she told me her story... I'm here trying to, like, save my business. And kept 
telling me her story? Communism, socialism, you'll find it in our food supply. Or some kind of story, I'm not sure what. You still let people sell whipped cream in the grocery store. I realized something. I'm missing the party. Wait, what am I doing? Who is this man? This dinosaur has a really big tongue. Hey, you know what? Screw you, Big Tobacco. These guys are okay by me. Is vaping glamorous? Of course. Would it be effective to penetrate ISIS with a variety of spring fruits? It's worth a try. Is vaping healthier than smoking? Adrian Grenier has never looked better. But unless the new FDA rules are overturned by Congress or the courts, these small companies may all be wiped out. And with them, this majestic culture. Thank you, Alana. We will be right back. Now, is it funny? Of course it's funny. I laughed when I saw it. I laugh again when I hear it. <laughs> but it's also extremely embarrassing at the same time. And that's what vape radio feeds into, that, that, that stereotype. And that's not me. And that's not most of my audience. And that's not most of people who vape. Is That's not us. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. There's one more thing I want to discuss. And then and then I'm going to call the day and then next show I have I'm going to have Dino on so I can get the replay up of this. I talked about this on my last show too that I didn't put up and I got to talk about it now. At some point we're going to have the president of AMSA on. Scott. I'm going to have him on the show. Anybody who has any questions regarding AMSA or anything they do or anything they've been doing or are going to do are more than welcome to call in. But here's something I don't get. So back in December, let me find it. Let me bring it up. They put out a blog post on their site. Here it is. Titled, AMSA aims higher than the modified Cole Bishop Amendment. I saw people going crazy over this. I saw e-liquid companies going nuts. I saw all these people, fuck AMSA, fuck them. Who do they think they are? Fuck this, fuck that. Right? Fuck them, they say. This is what I don't understand. This is what I don't get. Please explain this to me. So here's what they said. AMSA contacted the House and Senate Appropriations Committee leaders asking that they remove provisions within the Appropriations Bill, sometimes referred to as the Cole-Bishop Amendment, in response to language directed towards burdensome product standards on flavorings and hardware. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Let me continue. Taking into consideration FDA Commissioner Gottlieb's July 28th announcement to extend the PMTA deadline to 2022, and based on our core value and beliefs, AMSA felt compelled to request the withdrawal of the new language from the bill. 
These provisions will likely eliminate flavorings other than tobacco or menthol and e-liquid products by 2020, almost two years before the extended PMTA submission deadline of 2022. That is absolutely correct. And if you don't believe me, and I know everybody's yelling out there, screaming, oh, that's not true. That's not true. They can't ban flavors with Cole Bishop. You want to bet? I've played this a million times. I'm going to play it again. This is Senator Cole from the Cole Bishop Amendment. That's Senator Cole, right? The Cole of Cole Bishop Amendment. This is him speaking about the Cole Bishop Amendment. Listen to what he says. The Ag Approach Bill last year regarding the marketing of these products to children and to youth. Uh, it includes restrictions on vapor products, frankly, that go further than the FDA's deeming rule and are consistent with the FDA's current treatment of cigarettes. Importantly, my amendment would uh, require the agency to take a category-wide approach in regulating this emergency market instead of a piecemeal approach. That, that means effectively if you found a flavor or something that you thought was particularly uh, you know, um, uh, inappropriate, you could ban it for all these products. Not Did you hear that? If you find a flavor that is inappropriate, you could essentially ban it for all these products. And as far as they're concerned, any flavor other than tobacco or menthol is attracting children. They're all bad. You heard him say it, right? Listen again. You could ban it for all these products, not simply handle one product at a time. We're See that? Ban it for all. Let him continue. Literally, the product might stay on, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't regulated for years. So actually, in some ways, it enhances and simplifies the FDA's regulatory authority in this particularly in this particular area. So you heard that, right? He said it right out of his mouth. You could, uh, you could ban a flavor with this amendment. You could ban it. You could ban flavors. He said it right out of his mouth. What in the world do you people don't understand about that? He said it himself. I don't care what an advocacy group says. I don't care what somebody on Facebook says. I, I don't care. I care what he says. Came right out of his mouth. You don't believe that? Listen to this Democratic senator speak after he spoke. He was very excited. Listen to what he had to say about it. Content also, and this amendment will also allow the FDA to focus on restricting the use of flavors that appeal to kids. Hear what he said? Listen again. Focus on restricting the use of flavors that appeal to kids. Uh, I believe this amendment now addresses my concern that I had about children, where they don't target children and minors, and therefore I do support the Cole Bishop Amendment. I yield back the balance of my time. So AMSA is 100% correct, and you heard it come out of their mouths just now. Two senators, Cole was one of them. You can ban flavors with this. You find a, ch a childlike flavor, you find, go ahead, you can ban it with this amendment. What in the world would we want something like that for? <laughs> Bef which before I understood it was because of the, the, uh, uh, the, the PMTA deadline. But that's been dealt with. Gottlieb extended it to 2022. He extended the PMTA deadline. We don't need it anymore. So they're absolutely correct. 
Let me continue what they said. If passed as currently written, this will be devastating to the industry, consumers, and tobacco harm reduction as a whole. AMSA is working towards the complete removal of vapor products from the Tobacco Control Act through legislation like H.R. 2194. So what is that? H.R. 2194 is the Duncan Hunter legislation. And what he's saying to the FDA is these, don't, these are not tobacco products. These need to be removed as a tobacco product because they're not. That's what he's saying. That's what this HR 2194 does. It'll remove us as being defined as a tobacco product, which we shouldn't be because we are not a tobacco product. How on God's earth do you disagree with that? Who in their right mind wants to keep going with this co-bishop amendment and then have it set in, in law in stone that oh, we're a tobacco product now? We don't want to be a tobacco product. Who in their right mind <laughs> thinks that this is bad? This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. We got to get rid of this Cole Bishop Amendment because they can ban flavors with it. And we don't need to be defined as a tobacco product because we're not. We need to have our own category, our own harm reduction category. There should be us, snus, the toothpicks with nicotine, anything that has nicotine that keeps you off cigarettes that is safer for you than cigarettes goes in the harm reduction category. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Why are people against that? Baffles my mind. So after you hear this replay, if you have an answer for that, because I'd love to hear it, when I have Scott from AMSA on, you are more than welcome to call in. The number to call in is 347-712-3737. Not tonight. I don't have the phone lines up tonight. But when I do that show, by all means, call in. Explain that to me. Explain how on God's earth that you don't understand that the Cole Bishop Amendment, with they can ban flavors with it. And it came right out of his mouth. You heard him say it. How in the world do you think they can't when he said it himself? I'd love to hear the answer to that. And why you think it's bad that we not be labeled as a tobacco product. Why we should be labeled as a tobacco product. Who in the right mind thinks we should be labeled as a tobacco product? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, my God. So, again, call in when I have Scott on. Please do. And as for the sweetener discussion, like I said, there's going to be a separate recording up. You do with it what you will. I'm sure I'm going to get flack for it. I'm sure I'm going to get attacked for it. I know I'm going to get attacked for it. They're going to come up with a god a million reasons how horrible I am for doing that. Listen, this needs to be addressed. I think I'm being awfully nice. I'm saying what happened to me, and I'm coming up with a suggestion of how to fix it so that this doesn't happen to other people. Unfortunately... I think this will probably just get ignored and swept under the rug. And more and more people will have to end up going through what I went through until somebody actually sues uh, one of these companies. And then it gets on the news. Or the FDA comes back and says, hey, what's up with the sweetener? You know, I've been testing this out, and oh, you know, this is not good. What's going on here? What are you, you're all going to pretend that you didn't know? Oh, we didn't know. You knew. So fix it. That's all. It's such a simple fix. 
Just let people know it's in there. That's it. Let them know it's in there. Stores, have your unsweetened liquids and your sweetened liquids. So there's both. You should always have both for your customers. And be aware of this because it is a problem. And I know you don't want your customers to be harmed either. You want to do the best for them. So unless I'm missing anything else, I think that's it. I think I'm going to wrap this up. And remember, vape shops. <laughs> Where is it? You want to play friendly. Where is it? Hang on. You want to play friendly, friendly shopping music in your stores. That's what you should be playing in your store. This song is offensive to nobody. Is it? Is, you know, am I going to walk in and say, you know what, I'm going to hear this song. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's nice shopping music. Anybody can shop to this. Why do you think they play this in major retail store chains? Because it's the ultimate shopping music. And you want the same for your customers. You understand what I'm saying? And honestly... I'm going to be straight up with you. I love this. This is my kind of music. That's my kind of music. Right? Listen to that. That's fantastic. I love it. Hang on. That's that. Here's a better example. I love Slayer. Slayer rocks. Should I be playing this in my store while customers are shopping? No. Shut the Slayer off. <laughs> I'm telling you. You have many more customers. It'll make your business much, much better. So I think that's it, unless I'm forgetting anything, which I don't think I am. Oh, my God, there's a lot of people listening. Maybe I need to start doing shows in the, af in the afternoon instead of on, 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 on Sunday nights. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what I need to do. Who knows? Anyway, I got to get... Oh, you know what? One other thing before I go. I've been getting messages from people. Tea Time supporters, thank you so much. I love the messages. They really are great. I've been getting great messages uh, as the weeks go on. I, I, I get more and more people writing in. Um, there's a lot of Tea Time supporters, and I thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. This is, you know, we, we worked hard on this juice, and uh, it's doing wonderfully. And I thank you so much. And again, thank you for listening. I will be back again, probably, with Dino. <laughs> I'm going to have Dino on soon. Don't worry about it. I do have to have uh, amps on, and I don't know if I should have Dino on for that. Maybe I will after. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But Dino's going to be back at a certain point. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm done because I'm rambling now. I will talk to everyone later. Thank you.